0: What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are you doing? How are we on a Thursday? Today is the first. <laughs> September 1st, 2022. We're here, football month. NFL starts uh, about a week and a half from now. College football week one this week, which means everybody's in action, pretty much. And uh, it starts tonight. Now, unfortunately, we don't have any picks for tonight. But I will give a handicap on a couple games, so the bigger games at least, for uh, Thursday night uh, college football. And then we'll talk about on today's show why, honestly, waiting until today is not the best idea. Waiting until the day of the game is not going to win you money betting sports. So we'll do that on today's show. Remember, if you want to start betting player props and making more money, you've got to check out Thrive Fantasy. I always talk about Thrive, how much more money you can make betting the same bet you make elsewhere with player props. And you don't have to love player props, right? You don't have to be a consistent player prop better. If you just want to get into it, see how you like it. Everyone who have sent their loves and 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 just raves about Thrive Fantasy. It's so much fun. You can make more money betting player props. Check them out online or download the app. That's Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD for a deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Thrive Fantasy promo code SBD. All right, so let's start off with it is Thursday night. A lot of college football back tonight. I know people are getting really excited. There's some marquee matchups. We got uh, West Virginia taking on Pitt. Pitt, currently seven-point favorites as we record at uh, 10.30 Mountain Time on a Thursday. And uh, the other big game tonight is Penn State taking on Purdue at Purdue. Penn State currently minus three and a half on the road. There's some other games, Oklahoma State, uh, Central Michigan, Minnesota, New Mexico State, you know, Ball State, Tennessee, but those are the two real primetime matchups. So I will give my handicap on those two games, but I'm here to say, if you listen today, if you woke up Thursday, you go, yes, I'm tuning in. I'm going to get some picks from Tyler. We're going to watch some games tonight with some action. I'm afraid to say you've waited too long. Okay? if you, and Don't make a habit of doing this. I know a lot of you out there don't like to make bets on Tuesday for a game that's going to happen on Saturday or Sunday. But I've got a rude awakening for you. If you're going to wait until Saturday or Sunday or the day of the game, a.k.a. Thursday to bet Thursday games, you're going to miss out on a lot of value. And a lot of you may be saying, I don't care. I don't need value. I'm just a recreational better. What do I need the extra value for? I just want some action. Just want to watch my games. Well, that's fine. But if you go back every season, and it doesn't matter whether you're a pro or whether you do this recreationally, you go back every season, every bet you made. If you give yourself an extra point, not even two points, three points, which is how much these lines move sometimes, but just give yourself an extra point in the direction you bet, your record will improve so much more than you think it will, right? The average person thinks, eh, I may improve a little bit. No, you're going to, you're going to improve a couple percentage points, which is enough sometimes to be profitable. Okay. So it's very important to buy these numbers early, even if you are recreational, because even a couple points will add up at the end of the season. So if you do want to start betting profitably, you got to start betting early in the, uh, earlier in the week, Easier for me to say. And if you uh, do want to start betting these games, I recommend listening to College Football Tailgate on Wednesday night. Now, this is Thursday morning. A lot of these games have still changed since yesterday. But uh, I've talked about that before. It's another podcast I'm on. And we post that every Wednesday. I don't know. I'd say the average time it comes out is like... Seven o'clock Pacific, ten o'clock Eastern, which I know may be a little late for the East Coast betters, but it's worth it listening, getting those lines because there's a lot of movement between Wednesday night and Thursday morning. And there's a reason for that. A lot of sports books will up their limits in between Wednesday night, and Thursday morning, primarily on the opening Thursday morning. You know, a lot of sports books will say, Hey, our limit before on college football was five hundred, it's now twenty five hundred. So you'll get a lot more money, a lot more indications of where the sharp money is going. So there will be line moves Thursday morning. For that very fact, I recommend listening to College Football Tailgate. You'll get my best bets on Wednesday night. And uh, that's what I recommend for college football fans. And that's the best that I can do with my picks, because I'm still gonna give my Saturday quick picks, Sunday quick picks, my football games that I give out on Thursday and Friday shows. I'm gonna have picks for you guys, but I'm not gonna force anything if there's no value left. Great example, Old Dominion, okay? I didn't I, I know sometimes the way these lines are gonna move, but I can't always just know for a fact, okay? Yesterday, when I'm doing my prep, I'm doing my homework, I'm making my bets. Old Dominion was plus seven and a half, minus 110 everywhere. And I do the podcast last night, give out Old Dominion plus seven and a half. I wake up this morning, Old Dominion's plus six and a half. So it's like, God damn it. You know, I, it's God damn it, not for me. I'm, I'm happy I got seven and a half, but all of you out there, okay, you miss out on a, out on a pick. And for everyone who did listen to College Football Tailgate or is going to listen to that later on, they're going to miss out on a number. And I feel bad about that, right? So, But that's out of my control. I can only do what I can do. It was seven and a half during the show. That That's how it goes. But that's a great example as to if you listen on time, if you listen early, you bet early, you're going to get these numbers at bettable prices. Now, some of you out there may say, well, who do you like, Tyler? Old Dominion plus seven and a half? Well, they're six and a half. I'll just buy a half point to seven. Not that bad. If it If it lands seven, we get a push, right? And that's just not a good practice. First of all, buying points onto seven is usually way too expensive. And uh, even though seven is a very powerful number, buying onto seven is going to be too pricey. And the other thing is you don't want to make a habit of buying bad lines just because a a professional better has that game at a different price. That game at a different price is not the same thing as that game at your price. So these things matter. And unfortunately, tonight on Thursday night, there's not a whole lot of value left in these games, right? Penn State, if you like them, the the three's gone. Now, I do want to say this and clarify this: if you like the underdogs, it's going in your direction. If you like West Virginia, you you hold out, you know, keep waiting. Maybe by this afternoon, but the underdog, it's going the right direction. Uh, same thing with with uh, Penn, uh, Purdue; they're home plus three and a half, and it's it's creeping towards Penn State. But here's the issue with that. When you make a habit of fading essentially all of the smart money in the market, that's not going to be a profitable thing to do long-term, right? And essentially what we're saying here is all of these smart money so far that we can tell as I'm recording this podcast, you know, uh, Thursday morning, all of the smart money that we can see so far is on Pittsburgh minus seven and Penn State, minus three and a half. Now, a lot of that smart money came in at Pitt, minus six and a half and seven. And a lot of that smart money came in at Penn State, minus three. But the issue is, if you now take Purdue, plus three and a half, or West Virginia, plus seven and a half, you are bucking all of the money that's dictating what the market's moving uh, movement has been so far. So that's just a really tricky game to play. Are you going to be right doing that? Sure. Maybe about 47% of the time. But that's not enough to be profitable. So if you do that and you win, fine. Congratulations. I'm glad you won. But don't make a habit of it. So really, my point here is a lot of the value from those who know what they're doing would say on game day, these bets have no value left. Same thing in the NFL. If you're waiting till Sunday to bet, there unfortunately probably isn't a whole lot of value. So, uh, the big, the two big games tonight, Pitt and West Virginia, and then Purdue-Penn State. Here's my thoughts on them. Let's start off with Pitt-West Virginia. Um, I actually love Pitt this year. I think this is a good spot for them, but I also think West Virginia is underrated. And these are two teams I want to be betting on early in the season. I think West Virginia is actually getting a little bit of, uh, a little, I think West Virginia is not getting enough credit with JT Daniels. And let's not forget J.T. Daniels last year won the starting job at Georgia. Now he went out because Stetson Bennett came in, played lights out. But I mean, J.T. is a very, very good quarterback. In West Virginia, the entire offensive lines back, good offensive line. Well, two good offensive lines in this game. So there could be a, a, a lot of different ways this goes, right? La- yesterday's show. If you listened, if you uh, listened yesterday, we talked about variance and standard deviation. If you didn't, I highly recommend it. It's a little bit math-oriented, but it's good you know, to know. Uh, but, but this is a high-variance game, and I could see a lot of different things here. I could see Pitt winning by a couple touchdowns. I could see West Virginia pulling the upset, right? So with the high-variance game, low predictability, I, I'm going to pass on this because, again, two teams that I want to bet on uh, early in the season, I think they're both underrated in the market, but it's a pass from me. Penn State, Purdue, uh, this is at Purdue, Penn State currently minus three and a half. This is also a pass for me. Um, I don't want to bet right now on Penn State minus three and a half on the road in a huge game non-conference. I still need to, uh, well, the confidence level for, for Penn State, it's gone for me, and I need to see it happen before I start putting my money on them. Uh, the computer can tell me certain things. My math can tell me certain things. But I need to feel comfortable on a coach and coaching staff before I bet on them in a situation like this. It's the same thing with Nebraska last week, right? More people out there would have rather blamed Scott Frost than blame themselves for betting on Scott Frost. That's not how we operate around here. And I'm not going to put myself in a position to bet on James Franklin on the road in this spot. So I think, you know, Penn State's probably... Uh, getting some smarter money right now, but I don't love either direction for this game. Purdue's good, by the way. This is a, this is a very advantageous spot at home for Purdue. They've been, you know, the upset specialist the last couple of years. So again, high variance, a lot of a lot of ways this thing could this thing could go, and low predictability factor. So I don't love any of these games tonight. I don't have really any money on any college football tonight, unfortunately. Um, I do have a pick for tomorrow, though. You can get this currently at a couple places. And uh, I know I mentioned Old Dominion. I do want to still let everyone know if that bounces back up to seven, I like Old Dominion at, uh, at uh, plus seven. I love them plus seven and a half. It's certainly a best bet for me, seven and a half. But if it still goes up to seven, I think that's a play for Old Dominion. Uh, my bet though that's still available is Colorado plus 14 against TCU. Now it's going to be 13 and a half on a decent amount of books, but you can still certainly find 14 out there. It's, why it's available at, let me pull it up. Let's see here. Just to be clear and accurate with this, yeah, the line opened up about seven and a half TCU. It's climbed up to fourteen. Uh, you can get fourteen at Bovada, Caesars, uh, DraftKings. It's 13 and a half Circa, Bookmaker, Westgate. So it's right now bouncing between 13 and a half and 14. I think you buy right now. Uh, don't wait out for a 14 and a half or anything like that. It may go up, but I'm comfortable with 14, and I think it's probably going to go down the other direction. So Colorado plus 14, hosting TCU. Uh, the handicap here, it has everything to do with Colorado's offense, how abysmal it was last year. I don't think the nation or the market is seeing what a bounce back or... <laughs> Not not like, what a bounce back it's going to be. I just think it's going to be a lot better than people think it is. Okay, And here's the reason why. Brendan Lewis last year started a quarterback. Brendan Lewis this year is listed as a starter quarterback. But I, uh, living in Denver, doing a podcast actually about the University of Colorado Buffs football team, I have access to information that a lot of people, not uh, a lot of people don't have access to, but they don't bother to look up. And what you realize if you're paying attention is that worst case scenario for the Buffs, they're going to be splitting reps at quarterback. And I think best case scenario, JT Shrout, their quote-unquote backup, who is a 6.5 to 7-point upgrade, according to my ratings, will play a lot uh, on uh, Friday night. So I just think it's being mispriced here because they don't know what this offense is going to look like. They don't know who's going to play quarterback. I understand TCU is lo- lo- looks appealing here, uh, but there's a reason. They're minus 14 on the road and Sonny Dykes, his first game at TCU. I think they're going to look better as the season progresses. But even though they have 10 starting returners at, at TCU, they're learning a brand new offense. So it's a late kickoff, eight o'clock mountain time, nine o'clock local time for TCU and uh, altitude, you know, first game of the season. I just think everything adds up to a good spot for the buff. So we'll take Colorado plus 14 tomorrow against TCU. So That really does it for today's show. Now, stay tuned tomorrow. We're going to have some picks for the weekend. We'll have a football Friday. It'll be some fun. We'll do some rankings, stuff like that. So until then, good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.